Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. And on Monday here on Lunchtime Live, we spoke to listeners who are currently having difficulty trying to track down their luggage at Dublin Airport. And you might remember we spoke to Viv, who had flown in from Australia. Um, had arrived in Ireland. Her bags were stuck at the airport. She was travelling to Kerry for a wedding and ended up having to go and buy a whole new outfit and everything in advance. Viv is back with us on the programme today. Viv, what's the story? Did you get the case? Uh, Hi, Andrea. So, no, we got... uh, Sorry. Because we had no, uh, you know, update, Aer Lingus is still unresponsive, Uh, we tried everything, we mailed their CEO, we, you know, we, we tried everything to the point that we decided this morning to fly back from Kerry to Dublin Airport so that we could access the baggage claim area. It's absolute mayhem here, uh, Andrea. There's like thousands of unattended bags. You could actually pick any bags and probably walk out. It's, it's it's mayhem. There's queues now for people who just got off a plane from Canada and whereas and their luggage haven't come on. They feel like us, disheartened, completely hopeless. The airline is just not helping them, yet it is the airline's responsibility. Just to go back there a moment, we got after we spoke to you on the show on Monday. We got in touch with Aer Lingus here ourselves, and yeah. and they and they were they were um, they were very good. They got back to us. They asked for your details about your flight. We sent on your the details that you provided us with. H- have you heard from? Aer, I presume since Monday you heard from Aer Lingus. So no, we didn't hear from any. I just heard from your colleague, who I cannot thank enough, um, and. You know, he did pass on the details, but I never, Aer Lingus never rang me back yesterday. So we decided to fly this morning. Now, saying that, when we got off the plane this morning, I did co- get a call uh, from an Aer Lingus staff here on the ground. Okay. Who, I dare say, you know, was thanks to you and your team, he was told to get in touch with me. He did actually find a bag. A bag was found overnight. So it's one out of three. There is a second uh, suitcase that is actually on its way to carry, but we're still missing two. So now we're just roaming the terminal, trying to find our our suitcase. We've done terminal one. Now he's going to take us over to terminal two to see if we can find it. But it's, you know, I'm Tired, distressed, angry, depressed—like it's—it's yeah. It's I have medication, Andrea, in the bag now that I really need to access. It's—it's just not funny, and it's mayhem. That I just don't know where the bag is, even though they're tagged, and you know there's a scan on them. They Mm. can't tell you this is here or there. It's—it's the organization here. I don't know. My guess is. In order to sort this out, they need to get the army there for three days, clear all the, the bags, army. send them home. Well, 
how do you want to clear this? There's like 2,000, I don't know, there's like thousands of bags. You should see, it's mayhem. Describe, be describe it for me, Viv, because to, to, to be fair, and I, 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 I don't, I don't doubt you at all, and I, and I have, <laughs> I have seen some videos online, but just describe. So you're currently there. You're at Dublin yep. Airport. You've flown yep. up from Kerry to Dublin to try and track yep. down this missing, these missing bags. Describe the scene for us there. So there's hundreds of people waiting around the carousels for their luggage. There's thousands of luggage all around the carousel. So everyone kind of roam around to see if their luggage is there. Uh, of course, my luggage arrived eight days ago now. Yeah. So, you know, it's, and, and apparently they seem to be moving from one area to the other. So overnight, you know, some staff member must actually, you know, find some and then deal with some, you know. It's just, yeah, it's, it's mayhem. You yeah, they're see. probably trying to arrange the, the bags. And, 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 and Aer Lingus, I should say, they've been in touch with us to say that they have been in contact with Viv um, and a member of our baggage tracing team is currently on their way to meet you with two of the bags. So they're on their way with, the, with two of the bags anyway, Viv, to meet you. Uh, okay, well, I hope they're the two bags missing. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's what I have um, here anyway. That's the note I'm after getting in in front okay. of me here from from Aer Lingus. Um, stay with us um, because eighteen hundred four five three one zero six is the number. Rita's with us on the line. Rita, you were at Dublin Airport last night. What was your experience? Hi, uh, I came in from Canada last night. I actually went out to Canada on Thursday last week. And from the time I left Ireland till I got to Canada, it was a horrendous experience, delay after delay after delay. And I left Canada yesterday. I was supposed to be leaving as uh, my flight was at 10 to 9 last night, Canada time. It didn't leave until 5 past 1. And I got to Heathrow, where I was rescheduled on a flight. And that was delayed. And when I arrived in Dublin last night, uh, about 15 bags came out on the carousel. So obviously there was a bit of mayhem, people looking for their bags. There was two people in the whole of the airport that you could actually approach to find out about it. And as the lady just before me said, Mm. it was chaos. It was carnage. I have videos of it, and she is not exaggerating. There was minimum a thousand bags just on the, just lying around. And the thing that I can't actually understand is I could have walked out of Dublin Airport last night with four bags on a trolley and nobody would have asked me, were they my bags or who owned them? And going back pre-pandemic, if you laid down a plastic bag, you were tipped on the shoulder and asked, did you own that bag or where was that Mm. bag? It was a bomb alert. Now all of a sudden there's thousands of bags and no security. There was absolutely no security there last night. Really? It was carnage. And, and Rita, sorry, so because I'm just trying to think and when I went through the airport on myself and I had checked in bags, now it's probably, must be two weeks ago or three weeks ago maybe at this stage. Um, but you, you're right in that, like when you go to the carousel and, and lift your bag off the carousel, there's nobody then that checks you before you leave the airport to see that, you know, Rita, you have your bag and you haven't got Viv's bag. Absolutely. So now there's just all these bags just sitting there. I have videos of it. It's actually, I mean, unless I experienced it myself, I would not believe the experience that I have had 
travelling for the last five days. You're exhausted, Rita. Beyond. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually, and I'm actually, I don't know what way to put this, but there was a lady. She was travelling from Sydney. When she got to the airport in Sydney, she had a newborn baby with her. She's coming home to Belfast to get married. She had a newborn baby with her. When she got to the Sydney airport, so this is worldwide. Her, she was told that her flight was cancelled. Did she want to reschedule? She was only supposed to be going from Sydney to Dubai, I think it was, in Dubai to Dublin. She was rescheduled on a flight from Sydney to Vancouver, Vancouver to Heathrow, Heathrow to Dublin, with a newborn baby. She was travelling on her own because she's coming for six weeks. Her fiancé is following her over, which is understandable. He probably couldn't come because of work. And every single flight she got on was delayed. Delayed. And then this... She left Sydney on Monday which would be Sunday, our time, because they're yeah. ahead of us. So she was travelling from last Sunday morning until half twelve last night with a newborn baby. And have you been able to get on to anybody about the bag, your bag now today? I got an email to say that my um, my claim thing is, or my that my bag is lost, that it was, it's been processed. I, I'm on my way home to Limerick. I have no intention of going to Dublin Airport none whatsoever to look for my bag. They will send my bag to me because, I mean, it's, it was bad last night and that was at half twelve. I can, as the lady before me said, I can only imagine what it's like today. Mm. Well, hopefully you heard Viv there. Viv's waiting eight days to get her bag. She's after flying back from Kerry to Dublin to try and find it. Yeah. Now, there's, I'm not saying there's nothing, but there's, all there is in my bag I brought home. I was visiting my son that's over there. That's why I only went for a long weekend. And I brought home stuff along to him. There's nothing of major importance in my bag. Yeah. Oh, but it's still your stuff. Yeah. Yeah. There could be medication. There could be important stuff mm. in my bag. They didn't know that. Now, the, I will say the man, there was only two people there to deal with people. And the fellow that I went to was extremely nice, extremely helpful, extremely yeah. calm. And he was getting some amount of abuse. And he explained to me, my flight originally would have been Aer Lingus from London to Dublin. And I came home on a BA flight. So he said, possibly my bag was still on an Aer Lingus flight, which probably makes sense. Okay. Stay, but, you know. stay, stay with us, Rita. And Viv, you're still there as well. And the number is 1800-453-106 if, if you're in a similar position to Viv or, or Rita and you want to join us. Um, the editor of the Air and Travel magazine, Owen Carey, is on the line. Owen, what is the story with the bags at Dublin Airport? Oh, Andre, very concerning what uh, Viv and Rita have just been telling us. And unfortunately, it's been replicated. Social media is full of the photographs of the sort of carnage that Rita is talking about. Uh, a lot of um, baggage, a lot of valuable stuff, musical instruments, you know, things like that left in Dublin Airport because of the a general breakdown in the systems with flights uh, being rerouted, flights being cancelled and the same staffing issues, everybody scaling down during COVID, scaling back up again, that caused the well-publicised security queue meltdown in Dublin Airport mm. in March and again two weeks ago. The overall situation with baggage is that um, more of it is being lost Andrea, and more flights are being rescheduled and cancelled. BA was mentioned there. They've had to, because of staffing issues and certification issues, they've had to cancel a good deal of their summer uh, schedule. 
a lot of uh, the long haul flights that were to go in particular directions have been rerouted. Canada that um, Rita mentioned has had a particular problem, particularly Toronto Airport with security queues way in excess of what Dublin's worst queues were. And the knock on of uh, a flight being delayed through security queues, for instance, it happens quite a bit with it's happened quite a bit with some of the Air France and Lufthansa on flights out of Dublin being delayed, that the connections have been missed. The knock on is not just the passenger being rescheduled. It's also the tracking and the handling of all the bags. The systems were reasonably efficient. There's not that many people involved. There's a lot of scanning of codes. Once that barcode is on, it tells you where you're going to, uh, where you board it, where you're uh, going to transfer on, onto what flight, and then where you're ultimately destined to. All very well when the system's mm-hmm. running efficiently. Mm-hmm. But even when the system was running efficiently, Aer Lingus would lose 50 bags a day. It's it's a, the nature of the business handling that number of bags. Okay. That's what we've seen. Well, just on that, Owen, who's responsible? Like if, I, if I'm flying with yeah. whatever airline, who's responsible for the bags when you check them in? The airline. The airline. Because I have a yeah. statement from Aer Lingus uh, this morning. This is the, the, the initial statement prior to the one I read out a minute ago there and they say um, um, unfortunately there's issues that are outside of our control such as services provided by the airports and third party suppliers are adding elevated levels of disruption to our service staffing shortages supply chain issues at Dublin and other European airports among third party suppliers sometimes resulting in our customers experiencing a level of service um, below what they might expect and in this case they apologise their indirect confirmation and communication with the people that I've been talking to that's Viv and another list from Monday. So so it's it's the airline's responsibility to find these bags. In the same way that, I mean, everything Aer Lingus is tr- says is true. Most airlines, uh, most things like baggage handling, check-in, all of that are outsourced, particularly if it's not your, your home airport. Uh, Aer Lingus's home airport is Dublin. But they, and a lot of what will the Heathrow to Dublin flights that people's luggage doesn't show up on uh, is actually a connecting flight into Heathrow uh, from another airline. But it's back to the airline. To, their responsibility is to get you your bag back. And there are very clear uh, rights under the Montreal Convention that you they have to get you your bag. Um, they, If you need clothes, um, if you are out of pocket, uh, there are expenses that have to be okay. repaid. Well, Unfortunately, there's a very low cap on those. And they're a little bit behind the times because the maximum uh, you get compensation for a lost bag and a per and about two percent of of bags that are lost are never found. Um, so uh, the cap on each on one of those is about uh, so under fifteen hundred euros. So that wouldn't cover the more expensive well, like, items. Well, we'll say for instance, Viv, you're, Viv, you're still with us there. You, you had to fly. You're after flying from Dublin, sorry, from Kerry to Dublin today this lunchtime to try and track down this bag. Um, and as I said, Aer Lingus have got in touch and, and said that one of their baggage handling people are. Uh, the tracing team is currently on their way to meet Viv with two of the bags. But can can Viv expense that this trip? 
Um, the, the not the, if you're flying to Dublin to look for your bag, uh, I don't think that's an expensive one. In fact, I wouldn't advise it at all. If the bag has reached Dublin, it's very likely it'll be very quickly identified and delivered to you. Uh, the, expen- the expense of delivering it to your house, this is why this is one of the things they do is they will deliver it to your home that you do see on the motorways occasionally Aer Lingus vans delivering yeah. bags that went missing. But you, it's not advisable to go to the airport to start looking for it. Uh, for the very clear reason that if it's in the airport, it will be on its way to your home. Very okay. likely you'll be on the way to the airport when it's on its way to your home if it's been found. Viv, does that provide any comfort? How long does it take, though? I've been waiting eight days. Normally, okay, by percentage, Viv, and this is all I can do. I can't go into the individual cases and exactly what happened no, to your No, I bag. know that, yeah. Um, but the the pre-COVID uh, position was that 97% of bags were returned within two days. Now, uh, 81% normally would be delayed and 16% turned up damaged or pilfered. There was a theft in particular airports, not Dublin, but some well-known airports. And uh, about 3% are declared lost and stolen. Now, these are all pre-COVID figures. Now, what we've seen since COVID is that within the two days figure has stretched out to about four or five days for the vast majority of bags. Some of some of them are delayed a little bit longer than that. And what, you know, the system, it was never going to be completely perfect. Some bags were all were going missing, as I say, uh, 50 a day mm. um, before, okay. before in the normal circumstances. But with all those things like the service providers short of staff, the um, you know, staffing levels, the increased level of flight cancellations, the, the the that figure where most of them are arriving, the vast majority arriving within two days has stretched out to five and eight days is a bit long. But I would be hopeful that your bags would yeah. show well, two up. Two of them, two it, of them are supposed to be on are, are on their way anyway to Viv um, at the airport. When, according to when they land in Dublin, you'll get them. Yeah, the okay. real issue is let, sourcing where they went went missing along the system. Let, let me bring in Arena as well. Arena has got in touch with us here now in the program today. Arena, what's your situation? Hi there. How are you? Good. Um, yeah. So, um, so my parents were flying out to Norway um, on Monday morning. Um, I dropped them off the airport at around nine. Um, actually, it was about eight. And I got a call at around half ten, half ten, from my mum saying that my dad had collapsed. So they were just so long standing in queue. Um, they were with a tour group and, you know, they were waiting just for a ridiculous amount of time to, to drop their back. And I think that I just kind of queued over and then... Sorry, Irina, I'm just going to cut across you there because just with, yeah. with with your phone line. Did you say your dad collapsed? He did. He collapsed at the airport because he was standing up for so long waiting to put his bags in. Yes. And is he all right? He's okay. Yeah, he was brought. He was brought to hospital. He was in there for hours. He was hooked up. Um, seats and all the rest. He's he's fine, but obviously he was fine and the holidays gone. But it was just. It's just a bit of stumbles, you know. He's he's seventy six. He's a pretty healthy seventy six year old. He eats really well and stuff. He's not overweight. And to think that someone like him can just collapse like that because he's just standing up for that long. It's just crazy. Yeah, Rena, we're going to just try and reconnect there with the phone line. Just but um, Owen, just on the queues at the airport at the minute. I mean, what is the update on people how long they're queuing? 
it's unpredictable enough. Like we had an hour in Terminal 2. Terminal 1 is where most of the problems. We went up to an hour in Terminal 2, I think it was the day before yesterday. Around 30 minutes is where what people can expect. That's unacceptable in 2019. There would be an investigation in Dublin Airport why it went to 30 minutes. But that's what is the norm now. The uh, triaging system at the Terminal 1. Terminal 1 is where most of the problems uh, hasn't been implemented. It's been tested. We haven't reached the level where it's needed to be. But uh, one thing they're doing in Terminal 1, which is a bit different and worth watching, is the drop-off has been moved off the ramp and into where the coach pickup is. You're directed as if you're going into the car park everyone going through one door a little bit of a cram there but it's basically working that left when you go in if you're going straight to the security queue right to the baggage drop off which in terminal one is mainly Ryanair at the end of the hall on that unacceptable that somebody should be left long so long in the queue that they end up in hospital there is uh, in the airport and it's it's not perfect but it's working a little bit better than it was uh, people who are monitoring the queues Anybody feeling unwell, anybody who has the potential of feeling unwell, that's where they should, that should be their first stop. We cannot have a situation where people's health has been compromised by being uh, stood in a queue because it can take uh, 25, 30 minutes before you can get to that area where you scan your your boarding pass listeners would be familiar with. And then in, that's where uh, you really need to be looking out for people in the yellow jumpers. And I know they do, yeah, I know they do have the assistance section there. I mean, to to be fair to the airport as well. Um, But as you say, I suppose if, if, if people mightn't have required a Assistance and then they're waiting in the queue and then if um, if, if something happens Oh and listen thanks a million for joining us in the programme today um, Own Kari there editor of Air and Travel magazine Viv and Rita listen I hope you get sorted I hope you get the bags um, as I said Viv some good news there from Aer Lingus to say that their baggage uh, claim handler person is on their way to meet you anyway with two of the bags I do hope you find the other two before you head back to Australia. Lunchtime live at Newstalk.com. That is the email address if you want to get in touch with us here about lost baggage on the programme today. Lunchtime live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.